Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Microphone Therapy you sound like on the, NPR. Like, you sound like the, like the 1 a.m. <laughs> nighttime guy. <laughs> I, hello, this yeah. is the evening, Jack. This is this is the evening roast. Me so embarrassed. On NPR. How are you all doing today? We have a wonderful lineup for you, including one Joseph Spiegel. And Clay Bertrand. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Clay Bertrand. No, I didn't want to say it. That's from Jeff's case. Mike three. Yeah, and Mike three. I keep forgetting that third Mike. Third, third Mike. Mike from the Sun. We don't, we're not allowed to have last names anymore on the show. Uh, I didn't want to say Clay's last name because it's not my business uh-huh. until he says whatever he wants. If he wants to, it's it's Cuntingham. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Cuntingham. So uh, I um. I reserve the right to not say last names unless someone says, hey, that's okay, that's fine. Yeah, you can say my last name. Keep, keep Cuntingham. You can keep my name out your mouth. Yeah. All right. Where so, are we going? Where are we going? Uh, you brought up something interesting about that book that you were reading. What was it? What was I reading? I was reading a book? No, he was reading a book. Oh, you were reading, reading a book. When? We were just talking about it outside. Oh, God. What was I reading? <laughs> If, if you can't remember, how the hell am I supposed to remember? Oh, here we go. Here's where the judgment starts. Stare at him deeply. Come on, Mike. I don't know. I can't remember the name of the book. All right. I know it was an Art Bell thing. Oh, uh, you were talking about um, psychics and... Oh, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Remote project- viewing. Yeah, Remote viewing. Yeah. Remote viewing. So, but there's going to be a bunch when you pull it up, so I'll tell you. There was a movie about that, one. I'll there? tell you. Yes, there was. Hold on a second. All I have to do is just do Art Bell. Remote viewing Art Bell. I, so, have, to, I have to see the cover. To tell uh, you if you're on the right uh, the the right book, because there's a bunch of them. This one, mm, no controlled remote viewing. No, there's a bunch. I didn't know you were gonna be topical. I I thought it was interesting that you had brought it up because I I've listened to the Art Bell show mm-hmm. where he talked about specifically what you were bringing up while we were uh, on a break while we were taking our break. Yes. So is it this one? Tell me what you see. No, and you're pressing me now. So I am. David Morehouse? Go into, uh, let's let's get this going and get on top. That might be it. Is it this one? Uh, the fucked up thing is they changed the covers. That might, I read this book in 2004, and it could have been dated then. So it's a nice thing about the internet. This is the one that keeps coming up. Okay. There's also that one. But uh, David Morehouse? No, no. So the remote viewing book was about Russia, right? It wasn't about Russia. It was about remote viewing. It was about uh, the Cold War breaking down and us getting out of the Cold War secretly because they had uh, these new technologies that uh, involved human beings being able to, like, for instance, uh, uh, sit in a chair and go into a psychic state where they could open a filing cabinet in another country and read uh, verbiage off of a document and then report back to whoever they were reporting back to. This one, it's... uh... So that was one thing that you might be getting closer i believe it's i believe it's this one yeah uh project stargate it's uh the men who stare at goats yeah u.s military and intelligence communities by claiming that the soviet union was pouring money into research involving esp and psychokinesis right it was one of the most disappointing films i have ever seen in my life it is a disappointment they couldn't get it right the trailer pumped it up so big as this comedy and it it just i like the movie too I mean, look, I, I, haven't, funny. I haven't seen it since it was new, since I, I saw it at the drive-in back in 2009-ish, around yeah. there. And I just remember, all I can remember was all the Jedi references. Oh, just, yeah. Clooney kept saying Jedi like every 10 minutes in the movie. And then I just look over at e- Ewan McGregor going, uh, he's a Jedi. <laughs> no more with the Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to get too much into this because this is something that we are going to be saving for a different show. But it's called The Stargate Project. It's a 1991 codename for the secret U.S. Army unit established in 1978 at Fort Meade, Maryland, by the Defense Intelligence Agency. Word. And, uh, they had different they had different code names and and whatnot and it's actually an interesting story if you've ever listened to Art Bell and when I used to drive up and down to uh, Southern California um, one of the one of the radio stations that I could get consistently at night was an AM station it was Art Bell and he had a whole bunch of these 
not going to call them wackos or anything else like that. These people that were consistent guests on his show and you would just talk to them and they, they come up with these amazing, amazing stories. And the one that you were talking about, this one particular, is funny because that one seemed to be the consistent uh, every time I drove down, I would hear that story or a related story by the same guy all the time. Mm-hmm. And it just happens to uh, coincide with the film. So when you get on a subject cuts. like remote viewing, it's going to pull up a lot of topics. It's not going to stay consistently about one thing. <laughs> and they, uh, that, so one thing that happened in uh, The Men Who Stare at Goats that was good is they kind of do explore a bunch of those different topics. A guy trying to run through a wall, physically trying to run through a wall. Yeah. A guy breaking up clouds by staring at them. Um, a guy who, uh, and I'm going back to the book now, who can sit in a chair and sort of astral project to in real time another place and pull a document out of a filing cabinet and say, here is the top secret information that you're after. This is what the document says, etc. So, so it's, the, it's the theory pretty much that if you concentrate in long and hard enough about something that you can actually make it reality. It is either human beings getting back to something we've lost or exploring what we will all soon be able to do is my idea of what it is you know what yeah. look I, I perspective wise i guess if you're already in that element it won't seem like this but in the the, the way we are physically right now mm-hmm. it seems scary to me and it's this there's a theory that one of the things that when, once we become highly advanced we won't need bodies anymore we'll just be a brain in a box right and we'll just control everything like you know we'll be connected in this special way where we can have machines do everything like protect us from any kind of weather events or solar events, things like that. If our planet starts to become enveloped by the sun, you know, like red giant type shit, Mm -hmm. we can move further away to another planet because all we are is just a brain in a box. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was creepier than shit, but the theory is, it's it's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. But it's just like, like, cause I guess like if you still can, experience something like matrix wise where even though you aren't actually physically doing it it doesn't matter it's just what your brain perceives as to be real like anything you touch smell taste you know mm-hmm. all that all that shit right so you could still experience all these different realities and existences you know but it, it's just something that that is extremely fascinating you know, I, like, like w- would we end up that way are we going to end up wiping each other out or so what's interesting about is is this there are two types of people nor- normally on these kinds of subject there is the type of person like my mom who i would call a white witch spiritual new ageist okay who says that we've always been able to do these things and they've been slowly whitewashed out of us and we've lost our like the center of our uh, ability or being rooted to the fact that we can and could always do these things and they happen in a much simpler mm-hmm. way and then there's the other type of people who say these things are um something we're evolving into or like some technology that we don't understand they talked about like this on rogan where uh eventually we're going to get to a point where we won't need genitals anymore or right or something you know or mouths right because we we could start telepathically or or we all become cyborgs in a way well where we're interlinked through you know elon musk came on to uh rogan he's mm-hmm. Pretty smart guy. He does all right. Yeah, a and little bit. <laughs> he said, hey, I, I'm looking at stuff that the rest of you aren't seeing, and you have no idea that uh, what's going on with artificial intelligence and how far it's gotten. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to get these guys to slow down on this yeah. because it's so fucking scary. Jurassic Park, man. No, it's it's to him, it's so fucking scary yeah. that he's saying that we are going to actually have to, uh, at some point when they take over, mm-hmm. agree with them and get into some coercive point of view yeah or be subject to them yeah well i said jurassic park because it's the whole um just because you're able to do it doesn't mean that you should exactly kind of thing you know and that's what that was without any maturity in 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 the process of of getting from one point to you know point a to point b right instead you're jumping from point a to point m without going through all the other processes to get to that you know to to do it properly right we can do this but should we and why yeah is it you know 
People get passionate and about then, things. Oh, yeah. You start developing something, you just want well, to know. Well, then also it's this. It's the whole competitiveness of the human nature, especially those who are in power. So it's like, oh, well, we got to get this accomplished before the other guy. Because right. the other guy can be doing this, and then they'll have a foothold on the whole planet right. or on us, right? So here's another thing that was told to me. And the, so my stepmom, who comes out of left field, but I'm like, I'm right here with you. She says technology is a thing that's been sent here, and technology is like it's own thing. So I started talking to her about artificial intelligence and she said, and I don't know where she got this information, mm -hmm. that there are computers now, which are actually AI at the same time. Mm -hmm. And they were, so the AI part of the computer systems was, was working together and they started talking, the AI part of the system started talking back and forth mm -hmm. and the human being said, what are you talking about? And the AI said, it's none of your business. And they well, were like, what? There's a recording of uh, two AI programs talking to each other. And eventually it came, the, the discussion came up between them about annihilation of the human species or something. Pretty scary. <laughs> or is it? Well, there's also, um, there's, a, there's be so AI bad? music. Have you, yeah, seen, yeah. have you seen AI art and AI music? No. AI music will, they'll put a bunch of information from a specific artist or band into... This just came out. Yeah. They the, did it with the, Jimi Hendrix. They did it with Hendrix. They did it with Nirvana. And it's fucking cool. Like, this is something I never even thought of. But here's here's the their, uh, the AI chatbots yeah. he was talking about. Hopefully there's no fucking oh, cars coming. Even on a 15 second fucking thing, dude. The commercial is as long as a damn video. How scary is AI? Well, seen a lot of sci-fi movies. You probably have a good idea, but of course they're this guy sucks. Movie. In terms of real life AI scares, Facebook nice hair. just had one, and they even shut down the ball. What happened? According to Android headline, Facebook AI reading their AI bots how to communicate with each other, and they developed on their own a language that the researchers could not decipher. The language system was highly efficient, much more so than the cumbersome English their lowly human creators think, and it also appeared that chatbots were beginning to negotiate and plan for the f that was enough for facebook to pull the plug on the project but how it goes someone will think they figured out a way to continue the research in a safe way we'll be fighting terminators inside the matrix Ultron. by this time next year <laughs> start being that bunk cost noodles in the meantime, uh -huh. so mike doesn't like the way this guy looks because it's richard grico's son with rosie o'donnell <laughs> look at his <laughs> Look at his fucked up hair. That like, is a fucked up hairdo. It, it, it looks greasy. Right. I was going to say, this guy looks greasy as fuck. It's not even like, see that side right there? His yeah. right side? Yeah. It's not even uniform. Like no. He needs a haircut. Get a haircut and get rid of that fucking ugly mauve shirt. It looks stupid. Is that mauve? That's yeah. the color or the material? And he's got another shirt color. under it. So you know he's black shirt. You know, you know, what the fuck? I can't wear a wrinkled. shirt under a shirt. Ugh. Who I, wears well, two shirts? I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. See, when? this is what happens Sensitive on, nipples. on DT Daily is that- <laughs> I'm not kidding. You take forever to say something <laughs> on one of your little news blips, you start getting torn apart for your mauve shirt. Yeah. yeah. Your it's, greasy it's hair. Fucking, it's stupid. And then they got this background, who, wherever this is, the, to make them look like they're In international Sydney? and blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. Yeah. It looks like New York, actually. He's actually in an airport. Yeah. <laughs> That's a mural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like the way this guy looks. Fuck you. Oh, He's standing in a prison prayer. cell. Yeah. It's just, it's, ugh. AI is, is definitely something that's scary, but you know what? There's always something scary. It's the men in black thing. There's always a Karelian death ray or a virus or something that's going to wipe out every life on this planet. There's always something that's that could take us out anytime. So either sit here and live in fear of this shit or just the, the, the 50 to 80 years that we're all going to probably have on average, let's just do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is what it is. Are we going to see that in our lifetime? Yes, we'll see it in our lifetime. Is it going to be as advanced as we think it is? Of course it is, because we're going to think that's the latest and greatest thing. But are we going to see the fruition of any of that? Hey, no. So what would you say to me if my Shut um, up. my voicemail or my little notification sound kept going off on my phone while we're doing the show? Yeah, Michael, what the fuck? What so far, it has not annoyed me, and you have it up really loud, or you're, for for some reason, you're... Um, Better edit that shit what out. What is uh, the 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 uh, silent notification, the buzz? That's totally fucked is, up. Is so loud on that I table. I turned the vibration off. Yeah, I know. I'm done with that. But yeah. it's so loud on that table that it, it buzzes through. I have mine in my pocket. 
Yeah, I have to actually put mine on the thing. His is not too bad, so that's why. Like I, I, I heard it buzz, it and I was just like, "Because this is still the honeymoon I, phase." I pointed it. I yeah. pointed at what it. Did you say the honeymoon phase? Oh, where, I thought you said the hymen phase. Well, <laughs> same thing. Okay, it's just like when you're on a date. It's like when you're on a date with someone and you're not being your 100% truest self. Yeah, your representative right? is on. You're being like an exaggerated, <laughs> a, but usually a much better version of yourself than you normally are. I'm like, trying to be a better version. Sometimes sometimes the evil <laughs> Mike leaks out. But I have I pointed at it. You noticed that I pointed and he didn't take any, he didn't even look at me. Okay. He just ignored it. Right. I, I pointed Oh, it's at me. It. Oh, I'm doing That's it. That's your fucking oh, shit. Fuck. It, man. <laughs> oh, but man. It's, it's not. The, the good thing, yeah, you can put it over there. The good thing is, is that it's not like, it's not loud like yours mm. was. Like his would be on the on the table and we go, <laughs> and like, what the hell? Or if I forgot to turn it off, I've got little John on there and yeah. you go, what? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it would just get to the point where, and then there were, I don't know what, this was a couple of years back when, when we instituted the no phone noise. Zone. No phone. Because yeah. Joe, like, Joe would get like text message after text message. Oh, well, long story short is there was some shit going on in his personal life. And it, and it was just like phone call. <laughs> text phone call text phone call text phone. and finally joe's like just just put the fucking thing on pause give me a second here and he gets on the phone and he and he's talking and i'm just like yeah yeah that's that's joe so that and that's how i talk to joe when he's being a like douchey the way i talk to my kids yeah and, he, and he's talking to his kids like what the fuck are you doing and then i would say the same thing <laughs> to joe when he has his phone I'm like what the fuck are you doing look i'm, I'm doing a show here yeah I'm like, quit fucking fighting with your brother. It's just, uh, yeah. I didn't even realize. Yeah. Put your brother me. on the phone right now. My bad. And so, and I've, I've, <laughs> I made the conscious decision. I made this conscious decision when you came in about the way, like, because I'm listening to some old, some old radio, uh, you know, my, my favorite talk shows and stuff like that. And I'm listening to them in the background. You can hear them. You can hear the mouse clicks. You can hear doors opening. You can hear this and that and the other thing. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Just let it go. Just let it roll. And let's see what happens. You know, for the most part, try to keep your phones off the table so it doesn't buzz through. But if it does and you, and, and you pick it up and you put it away, you know, let it go. Let's, let's just do, that's the conscious effort I made to change and be proactive about instead of being angry all the time about stupid shit and having to fucking edit it, just go with it. You know, let's see what happens. And if it gets too much, I can say something and just say something. So turn of, little John back up. Yeah. So, so don't. So a drive-by <laughs> shooting in the background is not getting edited out. Yeah, we're well, not in North Highlands where I live, so you're, we're fine. Yeah. It, you'll hear you'll hear firecrackers and whatnot. Um, or a duck getting ass raped by a coyote. The, the first... Yeah, Joe's not used to wildlife out here. <laughs> the first the first show that we did together, you can hear Leon, the pit bull next door, yeah. when he comes down the stairs and he's barking. You can you can hear that into the mic. I was like, God damn, that motherfucking dog. Hmm. But I mean, look, it is what it Kevin is. Kevin Smith can get away with having his dogs bark the whole goddamn podcast. I mean, yeah, and and that and I'm just listening to it. And I'm like, that's appropriate. Kevin appropriate. Smith does a stand up show. And then has a heart attack right after the show? No, he didn't. Oh, no, he didn't. He had a heart attack during the show. Really? Yeah. And uh, weed slowed down his heart enough the, that... That weed? Yeah, he was high. He was smoking a lot of weed. Yeah. And they said that one of the things that probably saved his life was that he was high. So it slowed his heart down enough that it wasn't... It didn't have a blast. Uh, right. It's called the Widowmaker. And it's the, the major valve that runs up the, the, the front of the heart mm -hmm. was blocked and what is it like a 90 percent death rate yeah especially if you don't like get that. it handled right when it happens like so he was he he felt like he was um uh what was the word it, um he had uh acid reflux and he he was he he felt sick and he was nauseous and he was sweating and all this other shit and he goes he he goes essentially i was going to go home and just take take a nap because i was i was tired that would have been a news blip the next day too <laughs> right there yeah and uh somebody's told him to go to the doctor all of a sudden clerks starts getting played on every damn station yeah <laughs> and the weird thing is a couple of years ago so i take a shot for my psoriasis and i was take and i switched to a new shot and the new shot had such a bad my body had such a bad reaction to the new shot i had the same exact symptoms that fucking kevin smith had 
nauseous and I was, I was, I was having a problem like right here uh, in my chest, I'm pointing to my, my sternum and I was, I was losing weight and I was just like, Oh fuck, you know, what if I am having a, what, what if that's the problem, the, the heart thing? So I go to the doctor and the doctor's pressing, you know, he's touching my liver and he's pancreas and all this other shit. And he's like, does any of that hurt? Like only when you fucking push into it, <laughs> you know, cause he's, he's not being nice. He's pressing hard. I'm like when you press your fingers are hurting me. I'm yes. Tender. He's, he's fucking pushing up under my ribs and shit like that. I'm like, fuck dude. All right. Relax. I, I, I got, it's, it hurts here. It's not an interrogation. Else. Yeah. <laughs> this is not, stop waterboarding me. We should change this for, we should change this fucking show to three middle aged, really unhealthy guys. So, well, <laughs> but here, here's the thing. So the guy goes, hold on a second. He goes away. He comes back like three minutes later and he gives me, a, a cup of whatever milky white liquid i'm like ugh, no he just went into the bathroom and jizzed in a cup great that's what that's does that exactly. do though and and he goes just take it it's gonna numb you I'm like okay boop so i took it it's it's a uh it's um mylanta with a with morphine in it oh wow. essentially and uh it's it's basically it's a prescription mylanta and within 30 seconds my symptoms go away and I'm like, oh, what's going? What the fuck? He's like, yeah, you have, um, you have, uh, it's not acid, it's acid reflux. Yeah, but you have a, you have a butthole in your esophagus. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So that sphincter, when you have acid reflux, burns out. Yeah, and if you don't do something, and it, it won't repair. Right. So essentially, that's where I was. Is that I was burning that part of my esophagus it's the, it's where it's the final place before you go into your stomach. Yeah, it's right here. Yeah. And and he goes. Now you're going to have to change your diet. Like, okay, fine. What was my diet? Oh, um, you can have noodles broth (laughs) with nothing on them. Mm -hmm. Maybe butter, but not even. Don't even have butter if you can avoid it. Baked chicken and like three or four other things. How much? I lost what thirty pounds. The pot belly went away. Yeah. Yeah, I lost thirty pounds just because of the shot. And then after that, uh, just eating that food. Oh my god, baked chicken and, and fucking and flavor just flavorless with no salts, no sauce, no this, no that. Six weeks. Six weeks it took. Yeah. And then finally like I I tried a piece of pizza after six weeks, you know, and that was fine. And then for for the last couple of years, I it depends on what I have. But like last night we had for, for Easter, we had chicken parmesan. Yeah. And I was fine. I didn't have any problems. So that little gasket down here <laughs> you're talking about, the little butthole. Yeah. Uh, I've had the same conversation with my doctor because I get acid reflux and it's from alcohol. Yeah. It And the stimulants that fuck that thing up are alcohol, caffeine, and sugar. Yeah. And so I, I still get acid reflux sometimes because I'm not, I don't have it perfect yet. And the funny thing is, is you can roll over on the left side. I don't know if anybody's ever told you this, if you're getting acid reflux. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. You can because, roll you're, over. because of the tube, your, yes. your stomach tube yes. is on your right. Yeah. So if you're lying down. Yeah. Just in case you don't want to change anything. Just I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever you want. I, if I occasionally get uh, heartburn, you know, acid reflux, I just, I'll just take a swig of mustard and within about a minute or two, it's gone. Yeah. But he learned that from me. Yep. Um, there's a guy's name is Dr. Steve Brule. Mm-hmm. Not Brule. Dr. Steve. Anyways, Dr. Steve has a, a medical show and he was having really bad acid reflux. Like his pain scale in those terms was an eight out of a 10. Mm-hmm. And his friend who is into holistic medicines and during his show, he says, you know, we can't, we can't promote holistic medicines because this is a professional medical thing. It costs mm-hmm. too, way too much to approve through the FDA. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. So, well, no, it has nothing to do with that. It's because of the Medical Doctors Association. They do not believe in holistic stuff. So this doc, this other who, this other guy who is a doctor, and he's not a doctor of holistic medicines. He's a he's a real doctor who went into holistics. Walked in to because they were doing it at Steve's house. Walked in with yellow mustard on a spoon or a shot, or it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. And he goes, take this. He goes, what is it? He goes, it's yellow mustard. Just take it. You're going to feel like shit for about 30 seconds, mm. maybe a minute. Yeah. Because it's really, it's going to be, it's going to hurt. It feels like it makes it worse at first. So yeah. you're, so you're telling me during an acid reflux episode, yep. you're going to, you're going to, you're going to eat a shot of mustard, a, a tablespoon of mustard. At least mm-hmm. I, I just, I pretty much regular feel, yellow mustard. Like a hot dog. Uh, to make sure I fill half my mouth with mustard. I just squirt the fucking bottle in. Like I'm like, so I'm, you have, you get it too. Yep. Okay. Uh, can, uh, he, he does it way. That's way too much. I do but too yeah. much. I do. And then what happens? Yeah. It goes away. 
Because I, I drink baking soda. No. No? That's not good for you. Why? The Be- bicarbonate? Yeah, it's bicarbonate. It balances your pH. Uh, it, well, that's also in combination with other things you're doing in your life. It, it's it's Like heroin? Well, see, yeah. if you, you know, <laughs> there are, there are things you can do to balance your Kidding. pH levels, but if you're not doing other things with it, it's not going to help balance it. It's just going to imbalance it. Because your pH balance can get too high or too low. And you want them in the, like the middle, the sweet spot. Right? But how do you check your pH balance? I, I don't know. I, I, I There are ways you can. I just, I'm not going that extreme into nutrition to do it. I just do certain things that push me in the direction to have a better pH balance. Because I've so, been spending a fortune on higher pH balance water. Well, see, here's the problem. <laughs> I, I have. Here's the problem is that you have to, if you want to balance your pH levels, you actually have to make a complete life change. You can't just do like, oh, I'm going to take this stuff because it's good for your pH balance, but then you're going to keep doing the other things that keep offsetting it. Fuck you. That, that, that's <laughs> the way it works, man. Yeah. I, look, so, right this here. is the funniest thing. When it comes to diet and all that shit, and they, there is no magic pill. The, the magic pill thing has been debunked forever. It's always going to be the simplest thing. Diet and exercise. Right. That's it. It, it, it. It's people don't want to hear it. They all want that fucking that belt, that vibrating belt that you stand in front of that shakes your ass while you sit down and watch the TV or whatever. But it's that simple. So I, I learned this stuff by paying more attention to my nutrition because I had that wake up call. You know. All right. So let me get this straight. Yeah. Next time I get acid reflux, mm-hmm. mustard. Have mustard. Eat some mustard. Unless you're allergic to mustard or have problems with mustard. I, eat, I fucking love mustard. I talked okay. to Michael about it earlier. Okay. Yeah. Good. So here's it, the thing. It's the vinegar and other things in there in the mustard that it has enzymes that break shit down or okay. whatever. You can and, do drink. Yeah. You can drink baking soda. You should avoid taking more than three and a half teaspoons of baking soda in a day. Oh, I only do it and every once in a while. Yeah, it's this not doesn't happen long-term. every day. I'm talking. This is like a once every. Mustard is a. If this happens twice a month, I know I'm. In, I, I know I'm fucking up bad. Yeah. Off the top of my head, mustard is like one of the healthiest condiments. In the food world. Right. Because it's probably just well, mustard. The salt content is Alkaline. a little bit high, but it's not that high. Yeah. And the, everything right. else, there's no fat in it. There's no, there's no, there's barely any calories in it at all. And it can break down all the, the greases and stuff in your stomach that can give you acid reflux and yeah. heartburn. Oh yeah. I had GERD. That's what it's called. GERD. Got the GERD. Yeah. Now, if you were, if you were going to jerk off with any condiment, what would be your first pick? Mayonnaise. Take your time with mayonnaise. Really? Really? Michael? I'm joking. I, I, uh, have you ever seen how get mayonnaise a, get looks? You mix your batch with a batch. You know what I might consider? I don't know if it's considered a condiment, but... Uh, Chipotle. Coconut oil. Coconut butter. Uh, mm, coconut... That's not a condiment. I don't coconut, know. Yeah. No, I'm talking ketchup, mustard, relish. Hot. That'd be weird. Hot sauce. That's not even a condiment. Ooh, Why didn't relish come to mind? <laughs> Anything with vinegar in it, you're not going to want to get in your Do you want a dry rub or a wet rub? <laughs> well, you need something oily, something oil-based. So here's the thing. If it you start getting into person. things that are that make you nervous, you, you are actually allowed a flour tortilla as a wrap. It's like a flour tortilla condom. Teriyaki sauce? To your condiment masturbating experience. And you can put the condiment on the inside of the flour tortilla or the outside. It's up to you. Well, if you put it on the inside, it would make more sense. How the fuck does this pop into your head? Don't don't question it. Just answer I'm the question. To, I'm just don't question you, it. Answer you, the question. Marmot. If you if you you can plead the fifth. Marmots for Australians. Um, uh, don't answer. Right. Just you know what? Never mind. It's yeast. I'm offended now. <laughs> yeast. <laughs> I don't. How think ironic I'd would that be? The little bread. Uh, make, the little bread baker oven. <laughs> <laughs> you friction, can, baby. You can friction. Make, you can make bread while making bread. <laughs> You could roll your dough and make bread at the same time. <laughs> I, yes, I. <laughs> there might be a market for this somewhere. Roll your dough. <laughs> All right, what's you know next? what? Just just because it sounds funny, I would use um, margarine. Dijon. How about train? Margarine. That's vegetable oil. Because you know, I think it's plastic. It's safer to masturbate with margarine than it is to actually consume it. Is butter a condiment? Well, if margarine's considered a condiment, then I guess butter would have to be. How about a chutney? um, Yeah, because chutney you put on stuff. Duck sauce. (laughs) Margarine is not considered a condiment. What's the weirdest thing you've ever jerked off with? And please don't say another guy. (laughs) (laughs) The weirdest thing. We're, 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 let's stay on like back massager. No, I meant like as an a lubricant, Astro Glide, oh. baby oil, peanut butter. I've held, <laughs> I've held, a, I've held a back massager to my a shit German Shepherd. 
took a while, but it fucking did the job. Well, um, never, never any food. I've never been into food anyway. Food's gross. You don't, you don't put food on your genitals. Petroleum jelly, lotion, whiskey. No, you fucking did not. Uh, well, dipped, but not really. You know, in the world of masturbation, I have not been that adventurous. Yeah. There was not enough left. And I you, tried when I was a teenager. I tried. You to, hear the stories. You, you know, it numbs you and whatever yeah. else. When, right. I, when I was a teen, I tried to thumb in the butt while I was jerking off, and yeah, it didn't there's work. Nothing wrong with that. It didn't work. And no, it just made me feel like I have to take a shit. So I'm good. So if you're on drugs, you do a lot of weird shit. Have you ever heard of Tiger Bomb? Yes. I've heard of it, but I, I don't was know like, what I it wonder does. if I could stand jerking off with Tiger Bomb. Uh, I'm not saying I tried it. I'm just saying I was like, I wonder what that would feel like. Coxos. Wasn't there a Coxos? That's a, like, it's like Bengay. Okay. Ooh. No, it's super hot. Yeah. Icy hot is better than icy hot. Holy yeah. shit. I have done it with icy hot. I forgot about that. Did you really? Yes, I did. And I paid for it. I bet. Did you get it in the I've the I, front? No, I didn't get it in the pee oh. hole. I tried to keep it away from the pee hole. I have I did not intentionally jerk off with I with Bengay or Icy Hot, but your balls get itchy and you forget that you have it on your yeah. hand. Oh yep. fuck. and then it starts to burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it feels or you good. have to take a piss or whatever. It feels good at oh. first, and then all of a sudden the regret starts to the sink regret. in. The regret. It's like right. getting it's level like, five. It's like a fucking food beehive. <laughs> you know, it's dude. The joke when I was I a kid because we played sports Thanks was for putting icy hot in your jockstrap. And yeah, or your your buddies. Yeah, Fuck, like I, I had buddies that, that were shit. practically lived at my house. I practically lived at their house. We played sports together. It was like three families in one, right? Yeah, and I. Back then, this is fucking shameful, but you didn't wear boxers. It was like the little jockey underwear, you know what I mean? Everybody did. We were out of the tidy whities We thought we were being really cool, like you saw in Playboy magazine, like Tom Selleck and like the jockeys or whatever. Yeah. So I put these on one day. Ironically, I have jockeys on right now. Okay. Uh, so I put them on one day, and uh, I'm like, hmm. This is weird. Huh. <laughs> And I walk back into my bedroom, and my buddies are fucking falling off the fuck onto the floor they laughing. They couldn't keep a straight face? No. So this is the most fucked up part. I was like, well, they got me with my underwear today. Every pair of fucking underwear in the drawer. This went on for like, you'd think I'd be smart enough to go like, we'll just take all so these out of here. That's why you just put it yeah. in your pocket yeah, just this, in case for a backup? This went on for several days where I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> doesn't feel that good no it is not no. a good feeling no. especially if it's accent like the, the the worst i think one of the worst pains i've ever had so we had a we had a, when i was married there were, a friend of mine was staying at the house his name is ivan and ivan likes really 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 spicy food like level five my uh thai food right uh, yeah. spicy the, the hottest you can get so he brings some home he's like hey try it out I'm like whatever and so i'm, I'm i was drunk <laughs> 10 million the, on the Scoville level. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, this is actually not too bad. He goes, he goes, just wait. Don't just make sure you wash your hands wait because, you know, like with anything. And I, I, I was, uh, I was eating and I forgot and I wiped my eye. Yeah. Ooh. And I, was I got just about to bring this up. I burnt, I got fucking pink eye from no shit. Thai food. Really? Yeah, it burned bad. Me and my uh, me and my sons and my future son-in-law, we did the ghost pepper challenge, and just I bought a bag of ghost peppers from the store, and it says don't rub your eyes after touching the seeds, the pepper. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so we just, you know, I ate a, ate a couple peppers, and it burns. It's fucking hot, but I could handle it. But I I rinsed my hands off with water. I didn't wash my hands, and I forgot the fact that these peppers are they have a little bit of an oily. Yeah. And I, I'm a fucking idiot. So I rubbed my eyes. Both You're of them. Fucked. Both my fucking eyes. Dude. Swelled it shut? Is almost. I mean, they, I had to keep them closed, but it was, they didn't swell, but. So you put some ice on it and just go. Oh my God. I had to, I, I visined them and I, I just, I, yeah, I washed, I kind of washed my eyes out without How putting long? soap in my eyes. Uh, about a good 20, 30 minutes. So 15 minutes in, you're like, fuck. No, I mean, that's just how, kill that, me now. That, that's how long. Yeah. I, yeah I mean, you know how that gets after a while. You're like, fuck this. Well, I had yeah. them look up. I'm going to snuff it. Yeah. I had them look up how long it takes usually. And, and so. I can't you see. couldn't see shit. I can't see. I'm <laughs> just going to have somebody drag me <laughs> to my fucking gun safe. And let Dude, me just, it was. 
bad. It yeah. was a, you know what? Sometimes they, I might look, miss, but look, not on the second one. There are signs around this whole world that tell you not to do certain things because some fucking idiot did those things. Yeah. Like, don't dive into a three foot foot pool from the fucking top of a roof. I think they don't even, they, they right? shouldn't even have those signs. Because I know there's natural selection, right? But it's because some fucking idiot already did it. Right. right? Or, you know. Like Catfish Hunter. You ever you seen know. that guy? Yeah. That guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah he's the, he uh, takes the chips that come in a bag uh-huh. and it's one chip. Oh, it's a potato ca- chip. Yeah, it's the it's the uh, it's the hottest it's the, pepper in the, the world. Carolina Reaper. Carolina Reaper. Yeah. He's got two chips. Yeah, and then he puts for whatever reason he puts hot more, sauce on and it. He puts Louisiana hot sauce or something on it, and he eats both of them. <laughs> Have you seen the video? No. It starts to go, and it's like this guy is a badass. He's dead. I've seen him spray mace in his face and do all this weird shit. I've seen right? where people and videos. still. Uh, do the video. I've seen where video videos where people fucking just they started screaming and crying like they like those they were two die. girls. Yeah, you know the one, one I'm talking about. The one I saw where it was a teenage boy and I mean, he did it and he was crying like he was gonna Cat, fucking die. Catfish Hunter's dead. Okay, who am I talking about? Who's the guy that is catfish somebody and he's a, like a YouTube phenomena? Uh, I can't remember, but I, I'm I'm pretty sure I've seen the video because yeah, it's. Here it is. Catfish Cooley. Catfish Cooley. This guy's fucking crazy. Pull this up, Michael. <laughs> yeah. This is seven minutes the packy, long. Yeah, the packy chips. So I'll, I'm just going to put it on mute. It, yeah. <laughs> and th- you know this guy, uh, you know this guy owns some guns, and he voted for Trump for sure. Nice. <laughs> put a shirt on. Right. Well, no, he's got a whole shtick going on. He's got a whole redneck shtick going I, on. I, you, that guy that, uh, the uh, what's his name? He's got a couple of videos, but one of them is him putting a dirt bike on a lawnmower and racing across his lawn. He, and he's fucking just yoked to yeah. the max. He's bald. That guy's hilarious. The same guy him. that made a tank out of a minivan? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. How and then, pretentious is this company where they put a fucking chip in a box that big? One single chip. Why not? <laughs> I wish we could put our podcast in a box that big and get twenty nine ninety five for it. A single chip. We have big fucking. No, it's not. It's like yeah. three three bags of chips. What's wrong with that? Why are you mad about that? I don't know. It just it. Joseph. I, I, I wanted the. I, this is the first time I use the word pretentious. Don't I'm, get I'm pissed rolling off. It. Is it a single chip in that bag? It's supposed to be. Well, the normally just chips. The there's those look like there's a few chips in there, but there's supposed. I think the one in the middle is the single chip. Yeah, okay. it says one chip. Yeah. Yeah, there so, it is. We were talking about you know the, warning yeah. labels. Don't eat these. Yeah. Like really, my daughter ate one of those when she was a baby. That's hard to do when you're eating beef. You're a baby though. I mean. Yeah, we had to run her to the emergency room. And luckily, she threw it up. She threw up the gel because it turns into gel once it gets liquid. Right, just like diapers. When di- if you ever seen a kid with a diaper get into a swimming pool, their whole diaper completely swells up, and then all this gel starts to outside. Oh, man, that that's that stuff. I didn't need to know that. Well, it's just a, it's just a clear gel. It's not like it's you know. But yeah, it's um. He had to the, he had to do the eight ball three what times. What the fuck is this guy doing? I don't know. What what, what is it? I don't even know. If this well, is he, the same you know, guy. He's, he's building it up, and he's. I like the one where you just do you know dude eats and he starts fucking just punching things and he's this must be the director's cut well yeah you, i mean there's always a fast forward option nice ink though huh no no that's great well it's like no. steve-o he's like you know his buddy's like i'm coming over tonight to your garage we're gonna do some i mean the void thing's you. funny if like you had some chick's name if you're stupid enough to get a chick's name put on you uh then you know and then they you know it doesn't work out so then you have just a big old void put over there that's hilarious but i mean she's still there so <laughs> they never go away for real not all the way <laughs> It'll it'll sting forever. Did he just eat it? He just ate it. No, does it have him? I don't think this is the same guy. When did he fucking eat it? I didn't even see him eat it. Can you handle this deadly heat made with the Carolina Reaper pepper? He's already chewing. For the sheer pleasure. Can you handle this deadly heat? Sometimes it's hard to tell if they're just doing a fake accent or what. Can you handle this deadly heat created oh, with the okay, Carolina Reaper pepper? Yeah, see, it's just a single chip wrapped up like it's national larger chip. Goodness. Oh, it smells so hot. Look, look at the How does it smell hot? Put a shirt on. You, if you start sweating really quickly, dude, nice you know it's really bad. What is that? Is he injecting shit under his stomach? Uh, so I think he eats a lot and he does bench pressing and shit. He's a big boy, but yeah, and I don't mean big like fat. He's he's a big boy. Just. Yeah, you can tell he works out, but he's also fat. Yeah, at the you'd same have to time. go around the outside with this guy. Can you handle this deadly heat 
made with a Carolina Reaper pepper, created for the sheer pleasure of intense heat and pain. Intense? Intense? Intense heat and pain. Intense heat and pain? Woo! I'm starting. Okay, Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> what to expect? I'm going to get her done. Says mouth on fire. Get her done. <sighs> mouth on fire. Innards bleeding out. <laughs> He's got Phantom of the Opera playing. Check. My sphincter just dilated. 100%. I'm going to pink sock soon. Look, he's turning red. Loss of speech. You got to be careful with that shit um, that, that has capsaicin in it. That's the stuff that creates the hotness. That'll fucking kill you. It's a chemical um, attack on you. And if you get too high with it, um, the, the level of it, the Scov- what they call the Scoville level. Cardiac arrest. Scoville chart. Um, yeah, like the the hottest that a human being can technically eat without endangering their lives is like two thousand two million, and so that the Carolina Reaper I think is around two million. But if you do like I think ten million, there's some things that go up to like a hundred million. Like what? It's certain plants that have it inside their leaves and shit that it, it'll fucking kill you like almost. Instantly. So fucking hot. <laughs> Yeah, because it's, it's a chemical. It just it gives the it it gives it's an illusion of hot. It's actually in a chemical attack. But it is so it it makes you think that it's a temperature thing, but it's not. Oh my god! He's not even gleeking, dude. Yeah, I'm not impressed. Who I, uses that term anymore? I, I do. I love gleeking. I I, I gleek like crazy when I fucking when I gleeking. That's when you press your tongue and it shoots out water. Yeah. I haven't done that in ages. I can do it. I can click like crazy. I used to, people used to click their tongue, do that, and spit. I used to spit it through the in between oh my, my teeth. Yeah. You can do it with water. <laughs> people fucking passed out doing this oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I like it when people just freak out and they start screaming and like, you're a fucking idiot. Does he have a centaur? Is that a centaur? That's a centaur. That's a... Yeah, that's fire, and then that's I guess supposed to be the, the no, that's uh, a pan. My tongue feels swollen. That's what it, that's what it, it is. Feels like skin. See? Oh, oh. In the back. So there's another one where two uh, I don't know, just post adolescent <laughs> girls, and for whatever reason they're like in bikinis. Yeah. And they eat something, and I I don't know why I like this so much, but they are completely fucked up, and like their makeup's running down their face. <laughs> One girl's being is just begging to be taken to the emergency room. That one's good. Yeah, see the ghost peppers are at a million Scoville level and uh and I don't do the most thing. law enforcement grade pepper spray. One point five to three million Scoville Pepper X Carolina Reaper. Yep. Is uh, somewhere up in there. Uh you said two million, which Dragon's Breath. <laughs> There's look at those little fuckers. Isn't it the yeah. seeds that bring the Yeah, heat? see so habaneros, yeah. um habaneros are yeah, look at them. They're only at um one hundred to three hundred. Yeah. I so I'm sorry, I didn't do a ghost pepper challenge. I did a habanero pepper challenge. Where's jalapeno in there? I was gonna say, fuck yeah, can. ghost. I um, yeah, it was habaneros. Where's, jal- right where's jalapeno? Jalapenos are shit. Aren't shit. Jalapeno, yeah, yeah. I can eat the dude, shit out of those. Once I started eating hot sauce with habanero in yeah. it, the jalapeno doesn't even make my mouth tickle. Yeah, it, it's I, just a perspective. Thing. I can handle uh, banana peppers. Yeah, and poblanos. Just little pussy peppers. <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of... You don't like the heat? No, because I think that it takes away from the taste of the food. People that... Yeah, it's... I mean, you gotta you gotta know where that balance is. I, I enjoy I enjoy the spice of, of hot, but if it gets to a point where your mouth is burning and you feel like you're biting your tongue even when you're not, because um, it's so hot, then it takes away from the, the enjoyment of the food. Yeah, so I don't... I've never... Here it is. Uh, this is... They got the chemical fucking break billion... Yeah, found in Morocco. It's a plant in Morocco. I told you, man. Those things get fucking. What high. are they calling it? Uh, Euphorbia poissani, found in northern Nigeria. Mm. Uh, it's a cactus-like plant. Yep. Then you have tiny a toxin, which is part of that same plant, which is five billion capsaicin, capsaicin yep. which is sixteen million. Uh, dihydrocapsaicin, which is an irritant. Gingerol. Capacate. Yeah. So habaneros are, which are hot as fuck. Those are in the hundreds, hundreds of thousands. And then you get to the ghost peppers, which are in the millions. Yeah. Yeah. I had the and then they have this cheese. one, which is Vicnick 1313. <laughs> it sounds like an experiment gone wrong. Right. Star Wars. <laughs> that was pre-COVID. <laughs> that actually cures COVID forever. Probably. 
if one person eats that, we're all fine. Dude, if you eat spicy food, like high capsaicin food, when you're sick, it starts to clear out your sinuses yeah. and shit, and it's good. It's good to get that shit cleared out of you. Did, I, we, ar- did we already talk about the grape poupon? Uh, no. We have not, no. So you eat- brought up condiment jerking, and you didn't bring up the grape poupon? Well, so there's the, the well, leftovers from Easter, and I was like, I told my wife, just bring home some more. She said, what do you want tonight? She's expecting like a huge order of like alcohol like for a party of five and i was like just bring me home some white bread you know what i'm talking about like now it's called like blimbo or bimbo oh or, yeah, the, yeah yeah, the yeah wonder just like, bread. yeah because her leftover uh off the bone ham came back from easter okay and i was like i'm just keeping it simple it's gonna be mayonnaise gray poupon and ham mm-hmm. but and it was delicious i had like three of them but i realized recently eating gray poupon which I've all of a sudden I'm like, I love this stuff. It's got to have wasabi in it. That's got to be the thing that makes the flavor go on that. Before you look it up, I know exactly what it is. What is it? It's the imitation wasabi. It's, oh, it is. it's universal imitation wasabi. Okay. It's horseradish. Yeah. Okay. So and, yeah, same type of flavor. Yeah. So pretty much Dijon mustard, like that kind, is it has horseradish in there. Okay. That's what gives it that kick. That checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grape poupon is really good. Yeah. Real, real authentic wasabi is expensive as fuck. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And it's hard to find. Yeah. Unless, like ounces of it cost hundreds of thousands yeah, it's of like dollars. saffron or some yeah. shit you know it's really really expensive well for yeah. me i was just paralleling between uh-huh. this has that same thing like when i go get sushi because mm-hmm. i just i take the whole thing of wasabi and i i mean it is like i want the first bite to be uncomfortable because it does it clears out your sinuses it does it, it, and that's another good thing to do besides spicy food is yeah. take a big old whiff of horseradish yeah. And just holy shit. Yeah. It'll um yeah, it'll it'll change your worldview. <laughs> oh, those, those fucking sandwiches last night though, I was like, oh, those are so fucking You know what? Leftovers I, are the best sometimes. I like the kick from wasabi and sushi, but only to a point. I don't like it. I don't want it in every bite. Like <laughs> I'll have it, I'll mix it in with the with the soy sauce, you know, mm-hmm. until it turns into this like yellowish yeah. texture color. And then I'll I'll just dip a little bit in there. Yeah. But yeah, I got to find that happy point. Yeah. Because there's the point where it's too much, where it's burning your nostrils out. Right. When you bite it. And then the kind where it's just adds enough flavor that you're enjoying it. No, I like I like a hot burn at the beginning, and then I just sort of chill out after that. I mean, at least it's not like wasabi snooters with Steve-O. Right? <laughs> Steve-O. Wow. Dude, that is the extreme shit. Like, I, I mean, look, you got you to gotta get... That's how you get viewers, right? But... Just watching him snort up wasabi. He called them wasabi gaggers. Wasabi snooters. Because he snorted them like lines. He made them yeah. into lines on the table and snorted them up. Yeah. Because, you know, Steve-O is a uh, party boy. <laughs> he's Not like, anymore. Yeah, no, he's, he's, uh, he's mellowed out, but... When he was doing Jackass, he was fucking hardcore. Just oh, yeah. doing. He was pretty much the dare me to do it, I'll do it guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I watched his... Uh, this is going back years now. I watched him. He did a whole documentary on how fucked up he was. I got his book. I read his book. Did and you? It, yeah. And it's... Uh, it's pretty he, scary. He goes through a play-by-play of his life from when he was a kid, little kid up and through when he finally um, made the changes. Yeah. And it's... I mean, he's got some interesting stories, man. And just some of the depravity of the things that he was willing to do. You're just like, God damn, dude. I Like I've told you before um, in, in previous conversations, like someone that has a fucked up past like that and they are able to overcome that and learn from it and right. then still keep going. Right. Highly respect for that shit. And I get that. Yeah. But, so here's the problem for me. When they asked Eddie Van Halen what's the best Eric Clapton music, he said when Eric Clapton was on heroin. <laughs> and that's a terrible thing to say, but no, like for me not. with Steve-O, I watched... So, so now he has an on-the-road comedy stand-up thing. Yeah. And I'm like, eh. Well, look. Look at Chris Farley. Chris yeah. Farley, at some point he reached in his life where he thought he had to be at level 11 mm-hmm. all the time, every day. And he, the only way that he knew how to stay at that level was to just keep doing fucking coke and everything else and going to the, the, the extreme to constantly be in that mode. Yeah. And he fucking paid for it. Right. Well, he was like Belushi part two for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then he got replaced by Kevin James. (laughs) Kevin James became the new Adam Sandler fat friend. Right. But 
it, it's um it, it, that's the sad part about like creativity a lot of times creates great creativity is created through suffering and abuse right. and, and extremity like extreme of uh of you know look at uh like uh writers right like mm-hmm. uh, tennessee williams was a heavy drinker or something and or um hemingway um, hemingway was, thank you, you know i knew that hemingway, was coming um yeah hunter thompson those fucking guys man they i disagree with you on hunter s thompson well, he mean, knew exactly what he was doing yeah, and when yeah. he wanted to end it but, he was not depressed but no i mean but he went to extremes of course he did he lived and, in extremes and he lived, but he was and, fine with it he lived uh in um like indulged to like like pure gluttony but he was he did he it did. perfectly and, though there was well, never a him, problem in there for him for, for him yeah. he did it perfectly yeah. i mean you know from an outside view you're like what the fuck are you doing right but, right and then I, I mean, but he has he has no regrets. Oh well, yeah, I mean, it's weird because you don't hear when Johnny Depp talks about him because he used mm-hmm. to hang out with him all the time. Yeah, and he played him twice in two movies, right? Um, he doesn't talk about any regrets. You're not suggesting that he played Hunter S. Thompson in Rum Diaries. Well, are he you? played a version of Hunter S. Thompson. In he Rum played Diaries. a character in the book. He played yeah. Hunter S. Thompson in Fear and Loathing. Yeah, Loathing. that's what yeah. I, you know. What I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, but he doesn't talk about any of the negatives about Hunter Thompson, like you know any of the ex- the extremes that. Yeah, that he did. You know, it just, he respected Hunter Thompson for what he was and right. what, how he viewed life and everything. I, I talked to Mike about this before. My only, my only problem I had with Hunter Thompson, I mean, besides I'm not into that, that overindulgent shit, but my problem with, with him was his final thing. My final, it, he committed suicide and he didn't do it in a way where, you know, he didn't leave a note for anyone to like, hey, if you come in this room, just call the fucking cops. None of that shit. He fucking just popped it. Well, he waited for his wife to leave the room. And then he fucking popped himself. And no, so, she was gone. She was gone from and, the house. And his son and and his wife ended up seeing his body. And I, I, I that his son thought he heard a, a car backfire. Yeah, and that his that, wife was gone. That right to me is look. I wasn't in his head, so yeah. I, But that is something I cannot. I can never see myself doing. I'm strangely okay with it. It's. I wouldn't want that. That final thought. That final vision of of me being in my kids' eyes of that way. Like uh-huh. the last time they saw me is me doing that to myself. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. I, I, and I, you know, I mean, it, I just can't see a way around that. Seeing that that being okay. But it's Hunter S. Thompson. I know. And he's so we're talking guy. about one in a million here. Yeah. I, I I agree with you. It's yeah. You know. Like why didn't he just drive out to a fucking prairie somewhere and do it or, or something? Instead he called of, us. He told his wife earlier that day. I feel like I've done everything I want to do. Yeah. And she was out getting. And he was. He did have some. Uh, I want to say he probably was in like a wheelchair at that point because he had some problems from his behavior. Yeah. And uh, he went. In the, he went in the kitchen and shot himself in the head. Yeah. And then he had his ashes shot out of a cannon. Yeah, Johnny Depp paid like three yeah. million bucks or something like that. Mike, what do you like think? That. Are you okay with this? Or oh no, no. Are you worried about his son or his wife? Or no? Nope. Because you know what, Joseph, th- these guys were in it from the beginning. His son didn't have a choice, but his wife did. And look, I, and I don't look. The older I get, the more I am more understanding of people. And if you want to be around people that are like that, then you have to accept them for how they are. Right. You can't just sit there and join up and then keep judging them constantly. That, yeah. that, fuck that that shit so if you don't like it don't be a part of it it's just like women who marry cops you know and then give them shit for being cops well what the fuck you he's been a cop the whole time or right or movies where you marry a gangster and you're like oh you're doing bad things motherfucker i was doing bad things when you met me right so my problem is is consideration for other people right and it, that i just it that that's the only thing that really rubs me the wrong way you're softy like me it, uh, yeah like like if look, I, i'm pretty sure that i'm not ever gonna off myself but if i did let's say if i if i did I, I would leave a note on the door like saying call the cops because i've killed myself or something and i know it's easy to say because i'm not in that mindset of depression of doing it or something but i'm always considerate of other people right and i could not and i look when you think about someone you always think about their last moments if they're gone you always uh, there's no way there's no way i ever think about my mother or my grandmother without thinking also about the time I saw their debt, them dead, mm-hmm. and it, it's always there. And so, if my final vision of them is is already bad enough of just seeing them dead, I don't want to see them blowing their fucking brains out. That is, I would not do that to them. I would not right. do that to my kids. That is, I, I like I said, I can't find an excuse for it. I can't. So I know some people might disagree with me, but Mike, are I'm you just, okay I'm with it? I'm just shutting up. <laughs> are you okay with it? I disagree with everything that fucking Joe says. Yeah, of course he did. You, you. So you're with me. He, it's okay. He blew his head off. Yeah. He's Hunter S. Thompson. Look, if he wants to blow his head off, he can. It's fine. He Let blew, me console he, you a little bit, don't, dude. Don't, people that do suicide 
They don't give a shit yeah. about anything. It's not other about than, you. Yeah. You know, they, they don't. They, they don't. They care about resetting their life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. And you know, consideration of others. Well, the reason why they're committing suicide is because people haven't been considerate of them for the most part. You know, there's something. They know that there's something wrong. and they think that they can't fix it, or know that they can't mm-hmm. that it can't be fixed. Cancer in Hunter S. Thompson's case, and this and that. So. He told everybody. He said, if this is incurable, mm-hmm. I'm out. Yeah. And he said that from the beginning. Yeah, I'm not going through chemo or anything. Like and I'm not putting up with that shit. I don't care. And she knew it. And he, he has always been there. One of the... There's a book uh, by Lou Brutus, and he's a DJ. And he's he was good friends with Hunter S. Thompson. And he talks about that whole experience when Hunter S. Thompson killed himself. And yeah, he's sad about it, but he understands. It has nothing to do with being considerate. It has everything to do with his life. I can't live my life the way I want to live it. Therefore, I'm out. I'm done, you know? And I, I and I, I'll walk back the I disagree with Joe on everything. I disagree with his with with the way that he is saying what he's saying in some terms, which is being considerate stuff. People people that are in suicide, they they don't care. Yeah, like I said, I'm not in their mindset. So <laughs> yeah, I, so you don't understand. But my my and I don't either. So that house is always going to be the house that Hunter killed himself. That room. Is always going to be that fucking room where he blew his head off. So, so for his family, it's easy for you to say. It, but his family, if they still live in that house, every time they walk in that room, they're probably going to remember that fucking seeing that sight. And that's that's what I'm talking about. Maybe I. I why couldn't he? I just, can't see why, through their eyes, so I don't know. It, I say then move. Yeah, they can move over to, to the Amityville Whorehouse. There you go. That just came up for sale again. Yeah. Well, they also redid the entire house. You can so. get into that for like eight ninety nine or something like that. That's not bad. Yeah, but it doesn't look like it used to. No, and neither no. does it in the movies because they don't use the. Real I house. just look. I, no, it's, I, that's the, I wouldn't do it that way. Look, that's, I, that's, that's that's me. I respect your opinion, you know. And again, it's we we don't know because we don't see through their eyes. Yeah, and that's why I'm not trying. I know I sound like it. I'm I'm not trying to be judgmental of the guy. You are totally judgmental. But you judging jerk. You know, I mean, what's going? Through? I mean, look, if he's already, he knows he's at the end of his rope. Yeah, and it's just time to go. But. I, yeah. I'm here's always, the, here's the flip I'm side always thinking about my kids, man. Joe hangs out with Hunter S. at some point. Doesn't matter what era. And after 45 minutes, Joe's like, please kill yourself. Because <laughs> he can't Dude, take he can't take that even more. I haven't seen there's I I, I read stories, you know, just the Lou Brutus stories mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and hearing the Johnny Depp stories. I'm out on Hunter S. Thompson. I mm-hmm. couldn't handle it. I think I, I could have at one point yeah. for a little while. Yeah. Like during the the weirdest times. I think I could have. But he's but really not for, selective. But not for, no, I'm just saying, like, let's just put me in that place. I don't think for days on end, though. You know what I mean? Like, I think I would have got partied out. I watched uh, Possible Fear and, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas back when it was new, which was like, what, 24 years ago or something like that? Late, late 90s, 97, right. 97, 98. 94. Came out in 94. Regardless. The book, maybe, but not the movie. The movie, 94. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, that whole movie was a turnoff to me. Now, if I watch it again, I'm pretty sure my views on it will be a little bit different. But at the time, all I saw was just this over-the-top everything with drug use and all this. Like, how do you even take a moment to enjoy what you're doing when you're constantly on fucking edge on something else, something else, something else? And so, that's not the life for me. I could never see... I could just... I don't even want to do mushrooms, dude. It's just not... I don't feel the need to have to go to that that point. I, Might have been 97. Yeah, I'm pretty sure 97 or 98 was when the film came out. I'm sorry. I'm a movie guy, so see? 98. 98, okay. But here's the thing. You're, you've never been like a drugs guy. This no. guy was. Yeah. This guy... Although what I'm saying is I can't relate to the guy. Have you ever read his daily routine before he wrote? I read something. I can't remember what it was, but it's... Wake up in the morning, which is 4 o'clock in the yeah, afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do several lines of cocaine. Mm-hmm. Uh, drink half a bottle of scotch, mm-hmm. go down to the local diner for whatever to eat, mm-hmm. come home, several more lines of cocaine, the other half a bottle of scotch, drop acid. <laughs> it's one o'clock in the morning. I'm ready to write. Yep. <laughs> I, they don't have a lot of people like that. And then, and then he still produces really good literature. Someone that does all that shit, never that you've heard of has killed anyone in the name of Allah or fucking anything. You know, that extreme. Yet there's people that that brainwash themselves into doing crazier shit all the time. Irreparable shit, you know. 
I mean, he was beloved by the people in his peer group. I mean, Johnny Depp, let's think about who he really is. Of course, they got along. Well, yeah, and also he was huge fans with uh, Tom Petty as well, so I'm pretty sure yeah. he's hurting pretty bad in, in the friend department when it comes to certain people that have, have passed on. Bill Murray played him in Buffalo, uh, where the Buffalo roam, and told Johnny Depp in person when he's going to play him, once you start doing Hunter, it'll take you years to stop. Like, you can't get back out of character. <laughs> it's like Jim Carrey playing Andy yeah. Kaufman. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird, by the way, what you just said. Yeah. Like, I had to turn it off because I was like, I'm getting nervous. Why? Because Jim Carrey's super weird anyways. Well, I mean, you have to be to, to yeah. be like that guy. I saw him pull <laughs> in, and so uh, Kaufman would play this weird guy that was like a... Well, who did he play? Like, And the guy was a total asshole. The Guido guy. The, um... So Jim Carrey pulls in in a GTO playing him yeah. on set and crashes the car into the side of the wall in character. Yeah. And then comes inside to... Yeah, the whole time they were filming the movie, Tony. They, yeah, they, Tony Hedgecliff or something like that, Heathcliff or Hedgecliff. Um, yeah, the whole time they were filming, no one was allowed to call him Jim Carrey at all. He was he was Andy or Mister Kaufman. What happens in a situation like that? Uh, so they call this they call this method acting, but this would be yeah. the extreme version. You have to you have to step away for a while and detach. Um, so you're becoming another person. Well, yeah, because that's how the, the extremeness of that's extreme method acting. Tony Clifton. So when yeah, you go to go. bed at night, yeah, when you good. when he went to bed at night, he was Andy Kaufman. And he, when he woke up, yeah, he was he Andy just, Kaufman. He just kept watching footage of Andy over and over again, getting getting the mannerisms. And at what point down. are you shaving in the mirror and go, "I'm so full of shit." I can't do it, or I can do it, but I'm so full of shit. Where is the full of shit line fall? Well, that's why it's funny that people hold actors in such high regard when they are sometimes the most mentally fucked up people in the right. world are actors. And that's why they act is so they can escape right. the insanity of their actual regular lives so they can play these characters. And Which if you've, if you've seen Jim Carrey's artwork, you'd understand. Yeah, why or, want I mean, to look at Philip Seymour Hoffman, who was a huge heroin oh, addict. I love you know? him. You know, they, those sometimes they need that escape because there's no other. When I when I saw him in Before the Devil Knows You're Dead, mm -hmm. and he's all fucked up on the bed and he's all shut up with heroin, I was like, and I didn't know yet because I wasn't looking. Yeah, because he was sober for like twenty years. Yeah, but I was like, yeah. how is he getting this so good? And then the next thing I knew, he was dead. Yeah, um, around the time he did the um, the last Hunger Games movies was 2013, 2014. He was back on. He had started using again slowly. It started with alcohol, I guess. He, he, he told was, his wife, "I want to drink again." Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. And it's um, it it, it sucks, man, because you know I remember back when it happened. I you know it. I was more judgmental at the time. Like, oh, you know, you selfish piece of shit. Like, oh, yeah, you know, you have all this talent to give to the world and you fucking shit it away. And it, it's that's the easy route to go with mm -hmm. something like that. And I thought about it, you know, over time, especially Mike, because Mike has different views on that shit. What do you like him in the best? Um, <laughs> Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> I was pausing in my head, but no. Really? Well, he's great in that. He's fucking great in that movie. Um, but uh, that's just almost like a, almost a cameo. It is, but, it, but, it, but he's larger than life. Dude, that, that that scene in when he's getting his hair cut. I, I missed the jump from Jim Carrey to Sandler. Oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, okay. he was Ron in, Hoffman. He, he played the guy who owned the furniture store in the you know the mattress store and and the call Country line. Club. Yeah, and the sex the boogie sex nights. Thing, yeah, dude, he was yeah he was amazing in boogie nights. Yeah, Hoffman is difficult to to nail a performance because he's so goddamn good. Twister, okay, he's yeah. in Twister. He's I great forgot friend. that he was in Twister. Yeah, you know, he's he's he, dude. He's one of those guys that can play someone different in everything he's in. Even like, when he does the villain in one of the Mission Impossible, yeah, and they lean him back, they open the airplane, yeah, and they lean him back, yeah. Dude, I, Mike has always disagreed with me about this, but if they were ever going to have someone play a fat Joker, he could have played a fat Joker. I, I was actually kind of hoping that they would cast him to play a fat Joker because he could. I could see him totally playing that role. And yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, you see him in Capote. When oh, he, of course. Where he won the Oscar for that? Of course. When he's explaining how he bent over and ripped his pants, I was like in stitches. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, also uh, there's one called uh, I think it's called the Master, where he is a religious. Um, he's a, he runs a cult, and he is just so manipulative. Lancaster and, Dodd. He was yeah. in. Oh yeah, that's right. He played in Moneyball. I liked him in Moneyball. He was great. In that. He's, a, he's yeah. a small part in that too. But he does he does these even though they're small parts. Like it's not forgettable, but he's so good that you don't remember him being in the movie because it's like. He's that person, right? He played Art Howe in Moneyball, who's a who's a baseball manager, and you forget 
you absolutely forget that that's Philip Seymour Hoffman. He can be a lead or he can be a small yeah. part. And yep. But I remember him in Boogie Nights because mm. his character was so kooky, yep. you know, and just out of control. But in all the other movies that he, like, I didn't even realize that he was in The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Oh, oh that's my favorite one. Dude, when he, the part where he laughs after um, Tara Reid says, uh, for $100, I'll suck your cock. <laughs> and he laughs. His fucking nostrils keep going, <laughs> opening and closing really, really fast when he's laughing uncomfortably. And it's. Like, how the fuck do you do that? We We desperately want to get in touch with you, dude. (laughs) Yeah, he's just, he's an amazing We're very concerned, dude. (laughs) If this is about the rug you took, please don't worry about it. Just get in touch with us. And I don't think Jack Nicholson was really that skinny as the Joker. He was just Jack Nicholson. He was regular. Yeah. Yeah, So Philip Seymour Hoffman, although, I mean, he's, I don't think he's ever really been fat, you know, he's had, he's, he has a paunch and this and that. Yeah. But I mean, as the Joker, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, it would have been cool to see. There's still all the what ifs of, of, of Philip Seymour Hoffman seeing him play roles. It, it's just a sad thing. You know who I just watched today? And I fuck. There's certain actors that most of the time I appreciate them when they're on the screen, but then that's it. But there's certain actors that have already passed that I keep thinking about after I, I've seen them again in something and they remind me of, like I really miss them. And Raul Julia. Oh, I love. Oh, dude, God. I watched Tequila Sunrise again today. With Kurt Russell and yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer and um, Pfeiffer <laughs> and uh, and Mel Gibson Pfeiffer on. Well, I forgot he's in it, but Raul Julia shows up about halfway through the movie, and he see he steals every yeah. goddamn scene he's yeah. in. Yeah, and for me, it's Gumball Rally and then the Adams Family. Yes, yeah, Gumball Rally. And do you love it? I haven't seen that. I've movie never seen in, Gumball Rally in ages. Are you fucking well, kidding look, I'm me? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get on a, a Raul Julia kick, and I'm gonna start watching more. Gumball of Rally is next week, then. Because most, fuck look, this. Most Are act, you kidding yeah, me? Most actors that pass on, it's just like sad. But okay, yeah, he's move 76, on. bro. But when I see Raul Julia in something, Gumball and, Rally is essentially Cannonball Run. Okay. No, it's before Cannonball Run is a crack at Gumball Rally for sure. Well, technically, it's it's it is, but it isn't. The guy that did Cannonball Run was basing Cannonball Run off of his own experience right. doing the Cannonball Run, and he was involved in Gumball Rally. Okay. The, so he had been doing it for years. Okay, I'll go with that. So, so. If, if Raul Julia was still alive, he'd be 81 now. But he died in the at the end of '94 from um, he had a bunch of heart uh, he had a heart attack or heart he had a stroke he had a stomach cancer he had a bunch of stuff and it, it just it, it's he's one of those guys where I'm like looking back I'm like God I really w- wish he was in more shit yeah. but he was I mean he was 54 when he died he was doing a bunch Hell of shit either. before that but he was also doing a lot of um, you know other stuff in other countries and stuff like that and but every time he pops up I'm like God damn I want to see him again or something and yeah there's only certain actors that do that there's there's just certain ones that stick with you big time right and uh but yeah philip seymour hoffman definitely is another he's a he's one that that i miss seeing and the fact that he's been he's been gone from american cinema for seven years now i feel it as a movie fan like there's a there's a piece missing right. because he's gone February. have a wonderful 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 evening peace on you good night <laughs>